This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Al, what do you say, sir? How is you? Jerry, the other day when, um, or the other last week when you were out, I had uh, I had a call, safe flight repair. Safe flight Safe flight replace. replace. So I just used two months ago myself, yeah. as you know. And I, I was saying on the air, like, I think I said this when I was talking to uh, CeeLo on the actual air. That is the best run company. Couldn't agree more. I don't know why. Everything is smooth They're running. Awesome. Their website is cool. It's like websites. You, you but, book but, everything on the website. How about this? The night that, which was about probably two months ago, that the baseball went through my wife's windshield. Yeah. I was so annoyed. I'm like, I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I need to figure this out now. On my phone. Yes, that's what I did. Booked everything in. And I know this sounds like a commercial. I prom, We promise you it's not. This is our experience. Yeah. I booked everything on their app, which I downloaded on my phone immediately. And I was able to book it and get an appointment 48 hours later to where the guy showed up 10 minutes early and was done earlier than he said he would. And as I told you, it shattered right in the middle of the windshield. The 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 mirror came down. with He replaced everything. Yeah, so now mine, I went through the, uh, through the website and everything, yeah. and it said you have to bring yours into a safe light repair shop. Okay. Because I have uh, these these cameras that are on the windshield, mm-hmm. I guess, or that connect to the windshield that look to see for collisions and lane changes and sure. all that stuff. Um, so I brought it there, but it was the same thing. I was like, how are they replacing this? It's unbelievable. And just the fact that they even get your your register your car inspection sticker back on there, and they put like my. Uh, Easy pass back on. Yeah, they give you the little clips if you need them. Well, they put it all on. Like, it was, well, my wife, yeah. So my awesome. wife keeps her easy pass on the tray on the dashboard. Yeah. They gave us the clips in case we wanted to put it on the windshield. Love them, Jerry. Really amazing. It really is one of the best companies. I've And I've, I don't know how long, how many times you've used them. I've used them. I think that was my third time. Yeah. All three times, full windshield repairs. Yeah. I've never been lucky enough to have yeah, like me the neither. little. Yeah. I think I've used them five times over the years. Yeah, I believe. So eight times for the two of us. Yeah. And they've been out really outstanding. And it's one of the few companies I actually reviewed after I was done. Yeah, I should have done that. I, you know, I thought they were great. But, but here's the other thing. I don't even know who their competitor would be. Like, who is their competitor? Just some random uh, glass company? A, I would think a collision company. Safe flight repair. Like a body shop. See, that's a job. Like, I feel like if you train me to, to um, re- replace someone's windshield. You got trained. Train me. Safe flight repair. Why don't you safe open one of those? Replace a safe flight yes. or compete against safe flight, Jerry. Where I have loves, a, why would you do that? You love I safe have flight. a better app. I guess. Because then I'm sure I have to pay them some sort of franchise fee. Well, of course, but they also handle all your advertising, and you'll basically have. So I have a I have a friend of a friend who owns a home serve. Yeah. Well, we and, did Geo does commercials for home serve. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Uh, really good company for sure. He opened one. And he was in the stock market for years and years and years. Just didn't want to do it anymore. Had plenty of money, but needed a business, needed something. And a friend of his is like, hey, I do home serve in South Jersey. It's a great company. Um, I'll hook you up with a phone number. And basically you go, they'll show you how it works. And if you like it, you buy in and then they'll give you a territory. A, he's making a fortune. But B, yes, you have to pay them a certain amount of money to get started. Al, they send you all the customers though. Oh. Like the people you know, basically go to the website, at least in this case, I'm, I'm sure it's not all the same, but in this case, and then they're kind of directed to their area and they can decide if they want you or the next one. And he does great. Where am I keeping all these windshields, Jerry, if I'm opening up a safe light repair, or safe light replace shop? Well, you have that basement. You just keep them a foot off the ground so My the water basement? doesn't get into them. Do you think every car has a different windshield or windshields are pretty universal? Like, do you think all no, Subarus different. have the same windshields? No, because they're all different sizes. Oh. 
Well, that seems like, like if a you lot of Ford windshields. Do you think the Ford Explorer has the same windshield as the Ford Mustang? No. Or the Ford that w- Fiesta? That wouldn't make sense, no. The Focus, right. So they're keeping all these win- – but let me ask you this. Do you think, like, the Ford Focus has the same windshield as, like, a Toyota Corolla? That's very possible. So maybe, like, the same size cars have similar – Very possible. Now, they might have to be cut down a little bit. But we're complicating the windshields now with all of the different yeah. devices we're putting on them. But Safe Flight's like, bring it. We – figure that out think of i always think about how technology greatly has greatly improved our way of life but has also complicated it too like things are just you know anytime you need to fix something it's not simple right so but when everything works safe flight repair safe flight replace pretty outstanding i almost want to get a cracked windshield like that's how not even don't ask for that i will say this though when i did go to to safe flight i had a i took a lift to get back home and and back because i didn't have a car and i couldn't wait there all day to go from freehold to bradley beach it was a 30 minute drive like 40 bucks i'm sure it was it's a 30 minute drive what the what in the what did you think the, it was going to be? Nine dollars. I did. I thought oh, it was going to be nine dollars. Nine dollars. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Now that we're in the summer travel season, this is something I was thinking about. Let's say I'm going to give you a a um, what do you say when you give a, like you're going to give a, like a fake example? A rec- uh, suggestion? No, like a um, fake example. I'm going to put you in a scenario. Okay. What do you call that? I'm going to I'm going to throw a scenario at you. Okay. And we'll play planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay, let's go. Let's say you are somewhere. You want to get somewhere that is five hours from your home. Yes. It is a five-hour drive. Right. It is also a five-hour train ride. Right. It is a 90-minute flight. Yeah. Taking everything into account. That if you drive, you'll be wearing and tearing on your own car. You could break down. Something well, need, could well, first, happen. Here's what I need to know, yeah. though. Where am I going? Am I going on vacation? Am I going to be somewhere for a week? Or am I going somewhere for a night and I'm turning back around and coming back the next morning? Three nights. Three nights. Yeah. I'm driving. Okay. That's enough time to drive five hours. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because if you go... What about a nice train is five hours and you're not, you don't, you don't have to be turned on. Like your brain doesn't have to be turned on. You could zone out. You could read. I like driving. You do. I like listening to the music. Like I was genuinely annoyed that we didn't drive to Florida. That you uh, flew instead. Yeah. And we had a great, and JetBlue was awesome. It really, I mean, really. Driving to Florida, that's 24 hours. It's 16 hours. Oh. Um, I drive slow. You do very slow if it takes you 24 hours. Um. The JetBlue experience is great, but like for instance, like coming home, we left the resort at 7 a.m. We had delays, not their fault, but we had delays. By the time I walked in the door Sunday, it was five. Right. So it was 10 hours and all the aggravation and all the waiting around. Now, I understand it would have been another six in the car. I get it. But there's something very cool about when do you want to stay until? Right, you control your own destiny. Yes, want to leave Saturday. You know what? Let's just leave Saturday. We're done. Why bother? Um, we would have had our truck as opposed to the rental car. You know, money. I mean, the amount of money I would have saved is insane, actually, because what prices are. I like driving. Now, I don't. The flights. I'm glad you didn't say helicopter because I would have never taken the helicopter. But I think I drive. Now, flights. Even though it's a 90 minute flight. But be getting to the airport and getting checked in and going through all that stuff, you gotta sure you gotta wait. Because I remember going back and forth to Tampa, yeah, and I think Tampa to Newark was a two and a half hour flight. Yep, there were times I was my it was nine hours of the day. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> going delays, yes. waiting. Yeah, and luggage. then and then if your luggage doesn't come right out, right? I mean, it, like I said, it was a ten hour day for us. When would you go? At what distance would you go train? Well, I'm just not a train guy. I know five um, hours on a train sounds crazy. Even though five hours uh, in my car sounds crazy. I mean, Although I did not, auto train once, and that was that yeah, was the auto train. I like that. That was 14 hours on the train, but you slept for a lot of it, right? So it wasn't so bad. I don't know the train. Yeah, from my town to New York, 45 minutes. The train I use for convenience. Because what's weird with the train is, even though you think you're not sitting in traffic, it genuinely takes almost the same amount of time to drive. 
And yeah, I don't or, know why that is. Or longer. Like to take a train to Philly probably takes as long as driving. Why? It might, but then again, you can get to I know you can take the train to DC. We need bullet trains. In Jerry. like two and a half, three hours. Is that right? It is faster. Why and you I don't have to worry game? about there's that would be a case I would probably take the train. So, okay, so if it can really yeah. cut your time and yeah, yeah and I only say that because ninety five in the summer can be a bitch. If I knew I was getting on the train and I was going to be in D.C. in three hours from, let's say, Metuchen for Metro Park, I probably would do that. One shot, like, and I took, the, I remember I took the train back. I took the train, on. I'm thinking about it. I took the train back from Washington after the Big Ten tournament. Do you remember the year Rutgers kept winning and I kept calling out? Yes. And then they lost on Thursday night and we get on the bus and I already texted CeeLo, I'll be in tomorrow morning because we were busing right back. And this was at, like, they had the 9 p.m. game. So there it was. It was 11, whatever time it was. We get on the bus. Season's over. It's 11.50 or so. It was right before midnight. Peichel gets on, gets on the bus and goes, guys, we're going to go back to the hotel. We're going to stay the night. I want you guys to see D.C. tomorrow. <laughs> and I sat there, and I immediately started to sweat. I'm like, holy crap. I already just told Lepresti to go to bed. We're coming home, and the coach just changed the plans. What do I do? So I had to call out. I call. I woke him up. He came in. Craig was furious at me the next morning, which was I understood. But I took the train back because I didn't want to stay there until 4, 5, 6 o'clock. I took like a 9 a.m. train back from D.C. My wife picked me up and was touching like noon. It was awesome. That was, a good, that was a good experience. Would you ever see a situation where you would take a bus? No. Me neither. Never. Nope. My dad did the bus years and years ago. Was not a fan. The different places though, like Manhattan. Would he hop up, would he would he ever hop on a Greyhound bus and go somewhere? I don't think so. No. Could you he's... imagine going like a distance on a Greyhound bus? Well, you know who used to do that a lot was our makeup girl Jackie. She used to take the Greyhound or a bus. I don't a know. A bus, Greyhound, yeah. To Pittsburgh, yes, all the time to see her mom. There's a bus in New York that you'll see people just waiting on the street in New York. Yeah. It's actually up by I think like um, the convention center. Yeah. Jacob Javits, where you'll just see like a random street there where there's just all people with their luggage. Yeah. And they're going on vacation. Yeah, they're going somewhere like But even when I see that at Penn Station with the train. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, wow, you're this is how you're going on vacation. Okay. I mean, that's great. I know people are afraid to fly. I get it. But what about this with driving for a vacation? Yeah. I'm not driving to Australia. No, no, that I don't even think you could make it. (laughs) Renting a car to drive. So this is what, what are your thoughts on that? Here are my thoughts. And this was another thing I brought up and thought of too late. And this is what I would like to do. I want to, but I need the time off. I want to drive to California and then fly home. And I want to see different places. You know, rental cars. You don't have to worry about your yes. own car. I want to rent a car from Avis at Newark Airport. Yes. And I want to drive, you know, a nice big car. And I want to drive cross country, hit different cities along the way for a day here, a day there, then spend a week in California. It's a two-week trip, and then drive back, and then fly back. So, yes, I had, and I've thought about that even going to Florida. Rent the car, drive to Florida, you have the car, and then fly home. Because the, the thing about driving to Florida, I do not mind driving down there at all. Driving home does kind of... Right, because the vacation's over. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. But driving down is fine, so I do like that idea. Or, like, or you rent a cool car, like something... Yeah. That you wouldn't have yourself. You could do that too, absolutely. A luxury automobile. Uh, yeah, no doubt. But you do worry. You don't know how they're taking care of these cars. Like, you know your own car. You know you know the ins and outs of your own car. Yes. You don't with a rental, but... Plus, my wife's got a beautiful Ford Expedition. Yeah. Like, why would I want anything? And I don't I don't worry about the wear and tear, because in a, in a case like that, you're talking 2,000 miles round trip. She might use the car 9,000 miles a year. What am I really doing to the truck? Right. Nothing. It's easy, you know, highway driving. It's not that big a deal. Not doing it every week. Right. What other way is there to travel? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Bus. Uh, and you mentioned helicopter. You could hitchhike. Hitchhiking. That was a thing in the 70s. Yes. I saw a guy hitchhiking. Where were we? Recently? Yeah. Oh, um, when we got out of the airport. There was a guy hitchhiking. Newark airport. Yeah, he was hitchhiking right on right near the entrance to the turnpike. Like, my uncle used to pick up hitchhikers. Like, it was a thing. It's a different time, Al. And I think even my father, like, my father was stationed in the Air Force down in South Carolina. Yeah. They used to, guys used to hitchhike, and they'd pick up hitchhikers all the time as, like, you're helping out your fellow man. 
I'm going that way. Get in the car. Yeah. No thanks. Think about what you're... No, I'll pass. I mean, that is nuts. Well, the guy murders you and takes your car. It is weird, though, to see a hitchhiker now. Yeah, it is. That's why like, when we saw it the other day, I was like, look at this. Hey, guys, you want to pick him up? My son's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, exactly. Right. Who's nuttier, Jerry? The person hitchhiking or the person picking up a hitchhiker? I think both have a screw loose. I think the person picking up a hitchhiker is nuttier. Maybe. Like a hitchhiker is just somebody who's completely desperate. Yeah. If you pick up a hitchhiker, you're not completely desperate. You you're, are nuts. You're also trying to do a nice thing. That's, that's someone that do believes nice in humanity. Right. That doesn't think anything wrong is going to happen. Like, why can't we be like that in life, Jerry? We can. Or I'd be like, you know what? I need to uh, get into the city today and my car's in the shop. Could some rando just pick me up on the way I, in? I always tell you about this show, Mr. Beast, on YouTube. Mr. Beast, yeah. So in the episode we were watching yesterday, he, they, they're they trying to give away... Well, they're not trying. They they pose as Uber drivers. Well, they are. They sign up for Uber. <laughs> and the the idea is we're, if the person knows the show, when we drop them off, we hand them the keys. It's their car. And then there's a car trailing them, so they get in the car. and So whatever. So they do that with success seven or eight times. The ninth time is... The first person that can give away the car that they're in, they're going to give their mom ten grand or their dad ten thousand dollars. This guy's got money to burn. He's got seventy million subscribers. It's ridiculous. They couldn't give away a car because no one thought it was like everyone thought it was a stolen vehicle. What is this? What kind of gimmick is this? No one like trusted and believed in what was happening until they finally found a guy that was like, "This is too good to be true." But okay, sure, I'll take your keys. And then they came out with the cameras and the lights, and the guy was like, oh, my God, Like I'm really getting this car. But most people don't believe in fellow humans. Right. We don't believe that people could be inherently good. I like that you said right. Right. <laughs> don't believe in humans. Right. I like that Eddie used the dick doc at the end. Unbelievable. You knew he was going to. I don't know what any of the rules are anymore. <laughs> Me neither. Be honest with you. I'm completely lost. Dick Anyhow. doc on TikTok. Yes. That's a nice ring to it. Sure does. Yeah. How's this shirt looking on me, Jerry? The warm-up shirt. Looks great. I yeah. thought it looked good on me yesterday. Yeah, it looks terrific on us. We're really actually pretty good models for this shirt. We are. I po I posted the link a little while ago. Okay, good. I you should know, do that as well. I did, and it has a nice picture of the shirt there. Yeah. Because even though, like, we'll go, what they'll say, well, you you don't, we don't get any money for the shirts. No, I want to be number one. Exactly. I want to show the other shows and the other shirts. No. Who can move product? No, I want to show management and that management. people like us. Yeah, right. People like us. At management. some point, we might get a dollar a shirt. That would be awesome. And mug. And our mugs, yes. Uh huh. Did you see? I saw these teddy bears in. Uh, there was a shop uh, in Asbury Park, and they had a teddy bears with uh, mean sayings yes. on their shirts. I was like, oh, that'd be great for Al, Gary. I'm. So it's funny you say that because if you remember last year. Before all this started, I wanted to do the calendar. as a, I didn't want the money. I wanted it as a fundraiser for my baseball team. Right. You would so, do a calendar with your yeah, it's sayings funny. about life. Yeah, yeah. and it, it is what it is. It's funny, having a good time, whatever. And I figured all the proceeds and revenues, profits, whatever, I'm putting directly towards my baseball team. And just helps out with tournaments and travel and all that stuff. But then the team store started. So now I'm at a crossroads. What am I allowed to do and what am I not allowed to do? Like, if I want to do that... You can do that. ...and do it on my own... Yes. ...is that something that's going to bother management? No. I think he just wouldn't be able to promote it on the radio, but if, Well, that's fine. I'll promote it on Twitter. if you wanted to promote your Twitter, you could do that. Okay. Plus, it's for the children. It, well, it's... Yeah, it's for the kids. Anything that's that says for the children, you legally cannot shut down. Well, but it's also not a real charity. Right, but it's for children. I know it is. It's 100%. To go to do baseball activities. It would go into my baseball team account. Right. You're not, you're not like, it may do going on vacation, Jerry, using this children's charity. It's not a charity. It's a fundraiser. Big exactly. difference. Exactly. It's Big a difference. fundraiser. Yes. And, and you're going to come to the, uh, to the Bradley Beach Brew Pub when we do the, uh, oh, yeah. We're going to no, do that 100%. charity night. I 100% I'm in for that. Because that's Perfect. right down the street from me. Yes, right? that's going to be a Wednesday night, though, at 6 o'clock. It's right down the street, though. Probably take the next day off. That's fine. It works for me. <laughs> if I can get you there, take the next I'll two be there days at 6 off. 6 o'clock, Jerry. Anything, you know me, Jerry, anything to help 
people. All right, perfect. All right, let's do the warm-up show. Yeah. We did that this morning. We'll be back tomorrow on a Wednesday. And until then, so. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, well, what do you say we do this? It's 502. It is the warm show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Oh, hello, the Eddie Scazzeri. He's inside, and right here is Al Pete Hughes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, I was listening to the uh, end of the Sal uh, show yeah. overnight, and a caller told him he thought he thought he was that Sal was going to die soon. Well, well, that's not what you want to hear. Well, no, no, no. I'm out said, of Sal, I predict you're going to die soon. Really? Yeah. From what? From I think like... the guy's just a soothsayer. Well, hmm. would you want to? Would you want someone who sees the future to tell you you're going to die soon? I no, would. I don't want to know. To be honest, like, I there's die people at that want to know their expiration date. Yeah, I don't. So what? Not, I'm out of my birthday at 100. I always said 100, and you yeah. said you'd be happy at 72. No, I say you can't. If you pass at 72, you can't say he had a short life. You'd be like, all right. I guess. 72. 69? No. Now, I do think part of, I could be wrong, but I do think part of why the guy thinks Sal might go soon is because Sal lost his mind a little bit at 2.30. Get lost, you loser! Get lost! (laughs) This was to a caller, Jerry? (laughs) Yes. The callers do get annoyed. That was at 2.30. He still had to go to 5 o'clock? Yes. That's pretty much, yes. You, John, you moron. <laughs> Hard to understand that. <laughs> yes. He... I know why the guy now would say it sounds like Sal's going to have a heart attack and die. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to have a heart attack and die, but uh, he definitely he had uh, he had, had enough. And by the way, the guy, John, also had enough of Sal. You're a bozo. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a bozo. John, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this was really great stuff. This is all going on at 2.30 in the morning? <laughs> this was, yes. On a Tuesday morning at 2.30 a.m., <laughs> yes. these two were yelling at each other. Oh, they were yelling. Get lost, you loser! <laughs> <laughs> I love Sal. It's awesome. <laughs> he is my favorite overnight host. Uh, he's I, how I've told you for years... That Sal is very entertaining. Is that right? Uh, you know that. You you were early on the Sal bandwagon. I have always been on the Sal bandwagon. All right. I just think he's incredibly talented. He knows what he's talking about, and he can figure his way through whatever it is, four or five hours. Doesn't matter. He's he's easy to work with, and but when he's by himself, it's even better. Yeah, I like the I like solo Sal. I don't know that I could think of him. Uh, maybe teamed up with you. I don't listen to when I'm out, Jerry. I, I detach. The well, I mean, didn't you? I thought you worked with me and Sal that no. one day. Uh, oh, yeah, in the morning, yes. And you said right. you liked it. I did like it. Right. We've, it was that memorable, huh? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I forget things, Jerry. Like you were right here. Yeah, for four hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I recall now. Paying now your bills you, during the show? Now that you say it, Jerry, I recall. Yeah, nope, definitely. Well, big fan. Big yeah, fan right. of the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so last night, Jerry, was the home run derby. It was. Pete Alonzo. Back to back and a billy to billy. Now here's this Victories. is a, this to me is a very good example of what I talk about all the time with the announcers. Okay, for years and years and years we had Chris Berman that did it, and he he threw in the incredible personality, back back back, all that nonsense. But you talked about it, and I think some people hated it, some people loved it, and then a lot of people were in the middle of it. It had buzz. Okay, it had buzz. That's fine. Carl Ravitch was... Uh, did you watch any of this last night? The home run derby, I missed it. All right, so Carl Ravitch did... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you might actually put it on for a minute. The home Stupid run derby? Me. I Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what else was there? So Carl Ravitch did it with Eduardo Perez. Not great. You missed the back, 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 back. I'm not back. saying I missed it. No, this, this, like... is, this is my point. No, 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 no. You're missing my point. What I'm saying is they didn't say anything. There was no personality. They were having a conversation back and forth. 
the camera angle was terrible. You know, like it was it was almost very it was very disjointed to actually watch, and they added nothing to the broadcast. At the end of the day, though, you were still watching it for the home runs to see these certain guys do what they were doing. Oh, no one turned it off because Ravich and Perez were boring. It's like but I, it wasn't I, as memorable, Jerry, because you didn't have the no. It was, no, in a way, it was because Trey Mancini was coming back from cancer. What he did was pretty crazy. Alonzo hit seventy something home runs. It was actually tremendous. Pete That's Alonzo my point. Hit seventy four home runs last night. Yeah, thirty five in the first round. I mean, that's that's got to. He's got to wake up sore. I would think today. T- yeah, or I would tomorrow. think tired. Yeah, and tired. Not to mention all the batting practice prior to. Like, you know, Jerry, when I work out, I don't work out for long. Right, five minutes. Five minutes or so. I get a couple curls in. And you're done. So it's really not a workout. It's just let's get some curls in. Yeah. But yesterday, Jerry, I'll give you an example. I did extra curls. Twelve? Extra curls, extra bench press. And you know what? I'm sore today. I'm sure you are. Pete Alonso hit 74 home runs. And that doesn't count in the swings that didn't leave the park. Right. No, you're not wrong. There was, was it? Was He's going to need a month off. It might have been Perez. He at one he called this timeout. He looked exhausted. Right. Now he's going to come back, Jerry. Second half of the season. Well, no home runs. I don't know about that. And we're going to blame the home run derby. No, it wasn't Perez. It was Gallo. How did he do last year after he, because he won the home run derby last year? Well, it was two years ago. Two years ago, they Jerry. They didn't do it last year. Oh. Well, is he really a back-to-back Coronavirus. Well, it was back-to-back for the event, not year-to-year. You know who won the home run derby last year, Jerry? Coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You're right. They won a lot last year. They didn't win back to back, though. We stopped them. We've cured the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't know about that. And Pete Alonso won this year. They call him the polar bear, Jerry. Zach Johnson just withdrew from the British Open. He just tested positive for coronavirus. He did. He did. I mean, if you get coronavirus now, you got to feel like, what did I? Do? What am I doing? Well, there's this. So I guess there's a lot of people that haven't been vaccinated. Still. Okay. And I saw in North Carolina, they went from 100 new positive cases two days ago to 600 yesterday. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's a big jump. No, it's not thousands, but that's it. We better not get that here. I'm well, not it's putting this the mask Delta back on. I'm not doing it anymore, Jerry. Yeah. Well. I will, I will not let coronavirus defeat me. I'm, I'm not the, saying it's going to defeat you, but I'm it the, might dictate a few things for a little while still. I'm the polar bear versus coronavirus. The coronavirus is the baseball. I'm the polar bear. I'll I hit it 74 times out of the You're right. I hope you're right. I'm rooting for you. Where does the nickname polar bear come from? It like, looks like one. Like, that's a nickname I could never have, right? You? Yeah. Uh, no, more like an eel. <laughs> An eel? I don't want that as my nickname. Thin, bald, and slippery. (laughs) Uh, Coming up next in the Home Run Derby, the eel. (laughs) Snake? Yeah. (laughs) Although you're not scaly. I would love to be polar bear. Yeah. It would be like, uh, you'll be training today producing uh, under the polar bear. That's the morning show producer. He's the polar bear. Well, that that name's him. taken. I'm sorry. The eel is not taken, though. The eel is no not taken. No one has that. No. What did you say? Bald, slimy, and slippery? <laughs> yes. Because eels are not scaly. I They're said, smooth. I said thin, bald, and slippery. Thin, bald, and slippery. Yeah. The eel. The eel. Let's get that on a t-shirt immediately. Al the eel. <laughs> eel dukes. We could do that. <laughs> I do not. Do not put my Jess, head on it. are a, you awake? Do not put my head on an eel and sell it on the FAN shop. I need a mock draft. Of a new T-shirt. By the way, I'm wearing my uh, warm-up show T-shirt today. Yeah, you were in a team player yesterday. And I noticed that uh, I was on the website where people were on... Oh, I was on Twitter, and I saw yeah. people that were uh, tweeting pictures of their shirts. And I they saw got, that this morning. They got the Friday shirts also. Yeah. The Friday shirts used my high-quality shirts. Very good. So I'm influencing the well, WFAN store, Jerry. But I think if you decide... So you obviously... Tested out numerous shirts. I did, yeah. I did a whole thing. I had various shirts shipped Which to me, Which is great, so that people aren't going to get crap quality. Correct. If that is the case, I would think every shirt needs to be, at minimum, that quality now going forward. I would think so. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you're welcome, FAN store, for me finding the well, highest quality tri-blend call it a tri-blend shirt. I want to win now. I want to have the most, the, uh, the biggest selling shirt. Now. Oh, Absolutely. We well, don't, I don't, absolutely. We don't do this to lose, Jerry. I agree. When we put out a shirt, it will be number one.
I hope that's true. We will find out. I got a lot of tweets from people getting their shirts yesterday. I'll be honest. We're on page two on the uh, website. Not great. Not great. Well, that's why. It's almost I, like they're hiding the shirt. So that's why, and I'll do it again today, tweet out the link to the shirt. Oh, good idea, Jerry. We got to guide people. I might do a photo shoot as if I was in the JCPenney catalog Yeah, today. I wanted no, I wanted someone to take a shot of me yesterday. No one did. You didn't ask. I, I have to ask? Yeah, you have to go, hey. No. Thinking about taking it. Like, I'm not shy to ask to get my picture well, taken. Well, you like attention. Yeah. Right. I'd be like, take some photos of me modeling this like I'm in the JCPenney catalog. You know, like where I'm pointing and... Check out the eel in his new shirt. <laughs> Maybe I have a football in my hand. Eel Dukes. Like I'm quarterbacking. <laughs> so Otani's going to be the starting pitcher tonight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I guess That's he'll stay good. and he'll stay in the game as the DH after he's yeah. done pitching. For I don't know how many at bats, but yeah, they normally only play these guys like three innings each, right? So yeah, you can get everybody in. Usually, not always, but usually it's a max two at bats. I would say. Yeah, because they want everybody to play. Doesn't mean everybody will, but. That's what they'd like. It'll be a Scherzer for the Nationals. Yeah. Scherzer. That excites you? Uh, somewhat. It really should be DeGrom and Cole. So it should be. Right. But it's not. Yeah. What are we doing? Nothing. We're not doing anything. What I mean, Cole we went there at least. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, he spoke. I Well, maybe he didn't, actually. I heard some clips from him. You I, think I, he may have zoomed I'm pretty in? Sh- you know, I'm pretty sure he is there. Now, I didn't see him on any of the coverage last night. Um, there was so much with Tatis and Guerrero Jr. They you know did a lot of that. They had Pedro Martinez interview Guerrero Jr. on MLB TV, um, or MLB Network, excuse me, because he's, I didn't realize it's his godson. So that was kind of cool, but it was weird, and it's it's distracting just from the standpoint of you're not used to it. I didn't realize Guerrero doesn't speak any English. So you would have the – who was it? Was it um, – God, I'm blanking out on the guy's name – who was doing the interview. So he would ask the question, and then Pedro would ask the question in Spanish. Then you get the answer in Spanish, and then Pedro would interpret that, and then send, it like took a long time to get, especially because some of the questions were so long and drawn out. Not Guerrero's fault. The questions were long. But it was like, you're just not used to watching that. Uh, but I didn't realize that relationship. So it was kind of cool there back and forth. So Fernando Tatis Jr., is the godson of Pedro Martinez. You know, had you paid attention, no, no, I said I Vlad saying, Guerrero Jr. Oh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> yes. That's why I was wanted <laughs> to clarify. Martinez. You know, one of my sisters has three children, and I'm not a godparent to any of them? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The disrespect. Have you heard yourself talk? Disrespect. You've basically said... I'm not interested in your children without saying I'm not interested <laughs> no, no, no. in your children. I'm interested in their children. I'm not interested in responsibility. In, in church, yeah. Like I'd have or to join the church and all that. Thing. Yes, you do. My other sister, I am I do have a goddaughter. And she, she's like you when you buy something. Lots of regret right after she asked you. <laughs> she, she, she just graduated college. So I do have one goddaughter. Although my sister was very fair. She said, Listen, you can't be I take a god parenting seriously. And you don't go to church. I can't make you the godparent. Yeah, so what did you do? I understand. I said, I understand. And your other sister didn't care? No. She did it more as like a figurehead type of... Now, did you go to church for that? You had to, I right? did. I had to. Yeah. I had to do my minimum until you I got... You still send it in your envelopes? Until I got, no. <laughs> until I got my paperwork all completed. Jesus. That's how I, that's when I did it too, Jerry. I hear you. Yeah. You take that responsibility seriously? Very seriously. Yeah, I'm not so sure you do. I do. I thought it, when I was younger, I thought that you're being a godparent meant that if you the if the parents were dead, you took. The kids. I did too, but that's not the case. No, once we did our will, I realized that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah, not so much. Because I am the godparent to my friend Steve's first son, and uh, his wife has made it clear that if they pass away, I don't get. <laughs> the best part is you made it clear that you don't want them. <laughs> I was like, I will get a kid. As long as they're adults. Yeah, as long as they're adults in good standing in the community, not criminals, that sort of thing. Then I'm interested. You just don't want any infants. Especially if it's like the kid looks like he's going to make some cash as an adult. (laughs) Now you're in. Now I'm in. (laughs) You want your 10%? Hell about old man Al when he gets older. (laughs) Old mill eel. Eel Dukes. (laughs) Jerry, did you know the condo I bought last year is already worth more than I paid for it? You see how that works? Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Your investment is your home. Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions. I trust them and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com mortgages. 
Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we're just getting started. We've got a lot more to do, of course. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour, and I almost guarantee you that I know where we're going in the next segment. Is that right? I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. More of that next on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga. You know, sometimes the show actually produces itself because I said going into the break, it's the warm-up show till 6 o'clock, that I was surprised at a topic we didn't hit on in the opening segment, and then Karen Stewart's talking about wrestling and the news of Mr. Wonderful passing away, not the guy from Shark Tank, but the wrestler. I figured you would have had that in the first five minutes. I didn't want to put it in the first segment, Jerry, because I wanted to get to something really important like home run derby. But, yes, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff passed away. He was 71, which is good for a wrestler. A lot of these wrestlers, unfortunately, pass away early because they have to hear. crazy lives. Yeah. But Mr. Wonderful, 71 years old. He was uh, big in the early WrestleMania era. I, and I do, I'm even one that remembers him. That I guy remember was him from jacked. WrestleMania. Yeah, I do right? remember. I remember he was with, wasn't he with Roddy Roddy Piper? Yeah. In fact, they say Rowdy Roddy Piper gave him the nickname Mr. Wonderful. Oh, is that true? His finishing move, move used to be the uh, pile driver. You know what a pile driver yes. is? You put a guy between your legs and you drop him down into the mat head first. Yeah. I how remember. do you fake that? I have no I don't know how they fake a lot of these things. And in some cases, I don't know that they do. I think they just take the beating. Well, there's no way you could take a like a a pile driver, your head right well, and your neck right, right into the. Agreed. But let me ask you this, because I, my son was my younger son was watching some um, videos on YouTube from I would say two or three years ago. I don't know who the wrestlers were, but they were legit hitting these guys with a folding chair. Yeah, and you can hear it and you can see it. This is not the fake punches. That are obvious. Right. Like the dudes were getting clobbered oh, yeah. over and over by a fall. You can't fake that either. Right. Now, I watched that documentary with Mick Foley, who who took a lot of chair shots one night in particular against The Rock. And it was uh, it was in a wrestling documentary as well. He took the chair shots. To How? The, I don't know. Even I saw Steve Austin. Uh, what do they call Steve Austin? What's his other name? I don't know. Yeah. Why do I not know? Why am I blanking on his name? I have no anyway, idea. Steve Austin, the wrestler. Stone Cold? Stone Cold. He had another documentary as well, and he did a, a commercial, an ESPN Sports Center commercial back in the day with Dan Patrick, where right. Dan Patrick smacked him in the back with a chair a couple times. And Dan Patrick said, like he said, because Dan Patrick said, well, how do I hit you so you don't feel it? He goes, no, you feel it. Just hit me as hard as you can with this chair. Damn. In my <laughs> lower back. Yeah, I mean, and and the the details of Mister Wonderful's passing, not great. What happened? I didn't uh, see. No, those. I mean, he dealt with dementia. Oh yeah, and other issues in his you know later years of life. It just sounds awful. And that's when you know, young and stupid. Well, I'll give up these years of my life for you know. No, you wouldn't actually. Yeah, I mean, it might sound fine when you're 25, but you know what? When you're 65 and you can't see straight, walk or get up out of a chair, not great. It's weird to see these guys when they get older and they're frail looking because, like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, he was jacked up, right? Right, like he the was Rock is super muscular, and now he was like a frail, yeah, it's old sad. man. Well, even like, and this is completely different because he looks different because of working out, but even watching CeCe Sabathia on some of the interviews yesterday, like they had, so the MLB announced this uh, new initiative. They're donating $100 million to the Players Alliance to help inner city kids start playing baseball. Great deal. Nice press conference. And then afterwards they had, um, I'm trying to think, well, it was Curtis Granderson was on uh, doing the interview as well with whoever it was. I forget the host. And then uh, Pedro was there as well. I'm like, who's that guy next to Curtis? And I, I recognized Curtis Granderson immediately. I'm like, who's that guy? And I first thought he was a wrestler. And then they're like, and your former teammate, CC. I'm like, who? Like, CC Sabathia looks like he lost. And we've discussed this. I know that. But seeing him on that stage, he looked like he lost half a person. His face looks thin and, like, his face looks cut. 
like he's worked out. So it's different, but yeah, I mean, you see them in a different way. So yeah. the wrestlers are, man, you just feel bad for them. There's a Lex Luger, who is also a huge wrestler. Superman. Not Superman. Also was Superman's enemy in, in the comic books, but Lex Luger. Lex Luthor was the Superman. Lex Luger was mm. the wrestler who was Got all it. jacked up also. I saw him in a bunch of these documentaries. He is a frail old fella. Yeah, it's sad. What am I going to look like? I mean, I'm not jacked now. Well, you're already frail. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, am I going to look the super same. frail? No, I think you're going to look the same. Oh. I think you're doing well, just not fine. So bad. No, it's not so you bad. You think I'm going to look the same at 71? I do. Really? I, I do. I think you're going to age well. I'll just tell people I used to be jacked. Like, if you would have told me this is you at 51, I would have been like, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. God, listen, look at it this way. You've got no more hair to lose. All gone. I mean, okay, you could lose a little in your belly, but, I mean, no right. one can really tell. You can tell that. You weigh 160 pounds soaking wet. I mean, what? how much more frail can you get? Yeah. That's your a fair your point. legs are like toothpicks. Very thin legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's legs. You have no rear end. If I shaved my legs, you might think they were women's legs. Well, some people think that already. Oh, with the hair. Yes. <laughs> Even with the hair. We've seen you in drag. Uh, many years ago, Jerry. Well, whatever. You're not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, some might say even better, actually. <laughs> kind of attractive. Kind of attractive. But we, you, you mentioned the wrestlers and you go, oh, would you trade in some years based on what you do? And the same thing like with football players. Yeah. And, uh, but I think all jobs come with something like doing morning radio. We don't sleep. And that comes with that will affect your brain. Down yes. the road for sure. All I, of us. I don't disagree with that. Um, my hope is, and I think you're starting to see advances and developments in medicine and science, that they will figure out something to help dementia and Alzheimer's. Because I am horribly concerned about that for sure. I agree. But I am hoping if we can put together a vaccine in six months, I'm hoping that 20 years down the line they've done. We've. I mean, think of how many you know uh, charities there are. And funds. I really hope that they have figured something out to help in that way. When you're talking about physical abuse on your body, to me, that's another level. I mean, we're talking about taking folding chairs to the back of the head. Plus, they were taking steroids back then. That too. Admittedly so. Yeah, I mean, I like to think, actually, as bad as our lifestyle is in terms of sleep, and it's not great. I mean, some nights are fine. Some nights are really bad. I don't feel like we take the physical toll. And I also feel like... We, more so than our parents and grandparents, have such a much better understanding of nutrition and exercise that I hope that that offsets some of it. That's true. That's my hope. Do you know that Mr. Wonderful used to sometimes pile drive people on the concrete floor of the garden? I don't get that. How? I don't know. Unless he squeezed their head between his legs. (laughs) And I made would it still think it would feel, you're feeling something. I, Al, I'm with you. I don't know. I don't if understand. a wrestler came in here and said, Jerry, I'll pile drive you right here on the floor so you could see what it no, feels thank like. No, thank you. I'll yeah, pass. me neither. But even, but all right, but even to that end, how about a football player that goes head to head with another guy, helmet to helmet? Like how does, and yes, there have been horrible injuries. I'm not saying there haven't been, but those ha- those hits happen in every game. And I, I always sit there and wonder when we watch it in slow motion, how is the neck not breaking? No, I don't know. The human body is incredibly resilient, I guess. I guess so. Want Eddie to pile drive you today in the control room? No, I do not want to be Your head between his legs? <laughs> On the concrete floor of the garden. Or right here. On the this carpeted little, floor of the this, Boomer and Geo Studios. There's a little give in this floor. <laughs> there's not a lot. There's there, some give. Not This is not concrete. You're right. There is some give. So your head might bounce right back up. Yeah. I'm surprised they, like me and my friends didn't try to pile drive each other because we tried all the other wrestling moves, and that would have been very dangerous. Did anybody try and put you, like, arm through your crotch? And no, the other we never tried to slam each then, other. No. No. We no would body do, slams? Like, we would try to do sleeper holds. Okay, sure. Figure four leg locks, which right. were very painful. Uh, chicken wing. Oh, with the arm? Yeah, Oof. where you put the arm in the back and yeah, chicken wing them. Yeah. Um, the DDT, very dangerous. I don't know what that is. That's where, where I would put you in a front-facing headlock. And noogies. And then i drop you down oh. right into the... Again, yeah, how did you not break your neck doing Boom. that? I don't know. Jake the Snake Roberts, used, that was his finishing move. If you mm. got DDT, Jerry, you were not getting up from a three count. Man, I'll pass. One, two, three. That wrestling stuff's not for me. Jerry, what is going on with Team USA basketball? Uh, they lost again. 
to Australia. Yeah. We're losing the team. We're well, losing the countries that don't even play basketball. Patty Mills and Matthew Dellavedova are on that team. Never heard of them. They're in the NBA. My God almighty, Then dude. why don't they play for Dele Team Vidova USA? Dellavedova played for the Cavaliers. Mills played on the Spurs. I don't like that. They should play for Team USA then. They live here in America. Well, that's a different issue. If I move to Australia, then I play for Team Australia. I mean, in fairness, Mike Piazza played for Team Italy. Stupid. Well, I mean, I I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But that's the way it is. So we lost to Nigeria in basketball the other day. Lost to Australia. I still say it's not a big deal. It's just not. It doesn't mean a damn thing. Now, if they lose... And not even in a medal game. Like, if they lose in pool play, that's a big deal. Okay. This, to me, is not. It's a, it do doesn't think, mean anything. But do you think Popovich, the head coach, uh, is just toying with these other countries no, he right said, now? No, I don't. He said, I actually watched some of his uh, post-game stuff from last Does night. Does he look angry, at least? No, he doesn't. What? He's more like the guys are not They're not in great condition right now. So, he said this is the build-up to get to the Olympics. They're, I didn't realize they're playing in Vegas. I didn't know where they were playing. So they're in Vegas right now with these exhibition games. And he basically said at the end of these games, like, the guys, they're still working on getting back in shape. So, and then there was one guy, which I'll play coming up maybe at 6.30 or 7.30. One guy was asking him, Damian Lillard was up there with him. And he's like, man, I'm paraphrasing, but it was kind of like, you know, in years past, you guys dominate and blow these teams out. And now it's your turn and you're losing. How's that feel? Yeah. <laughs> um, he got annoyed. At, he did get annoyed at that question. Yeah. But in terms of the way they're playing, no, he actually liked the way they played last night. Now, in Australia, Jerry, they say that there are kangaroos just like on the side of the road the way we have deer here. I'm sure there are. Do you remember seeing a Woody Allen box a kangaroo? I remember the story. I didn't see it. You put that on YouTube. It's weird. I'm sure it's a kangaroo. There's a black and white video of Woody Allen with boxing gloves well, on boxing a kangaroo. Woody the, Allen. He's not exactly the most normal person, is he? I suppose not. No, I suppose not. Right. Mm-hmm. You watched the documentary, as did I. <laughs> that might be the most normal thing he did. Right. And in normal news for Woody Allen, he boxed the kangaroo, <laughs> which raised no eyebrows. <laughs> no, I guess not. Well, everybody figured it was just a stunt. Yeah. It is what and I it guess is. he didn't really, he wasn't really trying to punch the kangaroo. I'd like to go to Australia. Me too. That's it's a place. such a far plane ride, though. Yes. That would be a place you got it. I, hmm. Was it 20 hours on so a like plane? like 22 hours plane that ride. That's a long time on a plane. I I don't know if I could do that. You've got to go first And class. I like flying. I do. Yeah. I don't know that I could do. I, I would need to stop somewhere again for a couple days. I don't know if I could do that. Right. I would need a full month if I was going to go to Australia. Well, You're yeah. right. Go somewhere halfway around the world. And then think over. about how much time you need before. Like I came back from Florida Sunday afternoon and came right back to work oh, Monday. Oh, no. You go away. You want to be back on Friday so you can decompress. for The, the vacation's supposed to be the decompress. No, I need buffer days. Uh, I need yeah. a buffer day. I cannot go on vacation the morning after. Oh, I like the... I, you know what I like? When you leave work and go right to the airport. No. Oh, I love that. How could you not like that? You need a buffer day no, to enjoy don't. and no. a buffer day when you get home. Don't waste the, buffer the days, The coolest Jerry. vacation I ever went on, although it was stressful because I didn't realize how far JFK was from... Remember we did the, the anniversary show from... Was it Port Authority? Where did we do that from? Grand Central? Yeah. Remember I was going to the Dominican Republic with my wife and I booked the flight for 1 o'clock at a JFK... Thinking I, I was done at 10, no problem getting out there. And we made it by three minutes before they wouldn't allow us into the international terminal. But my point is, leaving that show, getting in the car and go, I was like, this is awesome. Get me on a plane. I'm out of here. And it was great. I love that. Hmm. Now, I get, the, I get the buffer day coming back. Yeah, you But need if I can get the day. hell out of here and just take off day of work, gone. See ya. Like, what am I going home for? You're right. I prefer actually coming back from vacation to buffer days. Yes, you like to come home on Friday, have Saturday, Sunday, yes. to get yourself acclimated again. Yes, I got to get back into the rhythm, Jerry. I totally get it. Are right, we going to take a break? My body needs a rhythm. Our rhythm's off here a little bit because we're late. Well, whatever, right. so be it. A uh, quick break. Come back on the other side. I have a very interesting story about your cell phone and how interesting and difficult it is when you don't have it. That's coming. Jerry. Yes, I figure it's right up your alley. That, and we have some more sport. We're going to break down the Tampa Bay Lightning, maybe? I don't know. We might mention them, though. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 in the fan. All right, coming up on a quarter to six, warm-up show. You got Boomer and Gio, top of the hour. I said before that this is right up Al's alley, and all of us, really, in this day and age. 
Are you familiar with Heidi Watney from MLB Network? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, she's in Denver, as the whole network is for the All-Star festivities. Pete Alonzo wins the Home Run Derby last night. Of course time. I know that, Jerry. So, less than an hour ago, she posted this, and I think we can all relate to this. To whoever took my phone in Denver tonight. Uh-oh. Please return it. I'm not going to say the hotel. I don't care why. I just need it back. I'm working. I have kids, and I need to be able to communicate. Please leave it with the front desk. No questions asked. Now, it goes to show how incredibly reliant we are on yeah. these things. And, like, I I thought I lost my phone in Florida. I actually thought I dropped you- it out of the car. <laughs> I didn't, as it turned out. I thought what I thought I thought it slipped out of my pocket as I was getting into the car at Dunkin' Donuts, and I thought I drove away. Turned out it slipped between the seat and the door. I found it was not a big deal, but immediately my my thought went to, hmm, all right, what needs to be disabled? Like what credit card? Because I you know I have my my banking stuff on here. Yeah. Like what do I need to get logged off of? Cancel like and then go get a new phone because you need to be able to at least be able to communicate with your wife or yes. your girlfriend or something and your kids. Your and wife I, and your girlfriend. And then, well, in some cases, yes, very well. Sure, could be. Then I then it comes to, I don't know any numbers. Right, that's the other problem. I do know my wife's number. I don't know my kids' numbers, which is sad, actually. But she, she's got to be terrified. Not terrified, that's not the right word, but flustered for sure. Right. I mean, think about how much oh, she probably does all her work on the phone. Do you think there will be no questions asked if the phone is returned? I do. Yeah. I think if someone goes in and says, I found this phone, I believe it belongs to so-and-so, could you please let her know that it's at the front desk? You walk right out. I do think that. Do you think it will get returned? No. Me neither. I do not. I, I think. And, you know, it's. You can't get in the, you, I was going to say it's locked out anyhow. Yeah. But I think there are creeps out there that will keep it and do everything they can to try and get into it. I'll use. <laughs> I would not try to break in. What's her name? Heidi Watney? Yes. I would not try to break into her phone. Have you ever lost a phone? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, I'm really, I'm pretty good at not losing stuff. We don't go anywhere. That's the other That's thing. part of it. That's the second part is yeah. that I don't actually go places. I did lose at Universal. Remember I told you I spent all that money on the all-access pass? Yeah. By mistake. I lost it. About now, we were almost done anyway, and I realized I had the barcode on my phone, but I lost the pass. And for like 15 minutes, I was retracing all my steps because it drove me nuts how much I spent on it. And I'm like, ah, oh, now I can't get into anything quickly. And then I realized I had my phone and the barcode, I couldn't find that damn thing anywhere. And I retraced every step, so I can only imagine lose a phone. Yeah, you don't want to lose your phone, Jerry. Yeah, I was very good about not losing stuff. I mean, you didn't lose your virginity until you're <laughs> all right. <laughs> And he just set himself up. <laughs> then he didn't even have a drop. Uh, he didn't need one. He created one. <laughs> now, so Heidi Watney is going to try to use social media, Jerry, to get her phone back, which yes. is good. Uh, Allie Raceman, the gymnast, she turned to social media to try to get her dog back, and it worked. Got great. That's her, the that's the good side of social media. That's the positive, Jerry. Yeah. She had her dog run away near Boston because of fireworks near the 4th of July. Yeah, that happens. And so she took to social media a number of times with uh, pictures of her dog. She even posted a uh, uh, missing, uh, you know, uh, wanted posters. Yeah. Not wanted, but missing dog posters yeah. for people if they, if they could reward. help by printing out. Offered a reward. And then she did get her dog Milo back. I so think that's Twitter great. did a good dude. Would you accept a reward if uh, you found somebody's dog and they were offering a reward? Uh, whose dog is it? A rando person you no. you're not familiar with. No. Me neither. No. Rich person? I'm boomer size. <laughs> yeah, let's I say probably still a, wouldn't. Yeah, no, you can't. I probably wouldn't. No, you can't. You're doing a good deed. Right, exactly. Yeah, that no, you would want. You want to build, you want to put karma in the bank. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? You want good karma equity in the bank. So you do a good deed. You find a dog. You find Heidi Watney's phone. That hopefully when something happens to you, exactly, you get the help you need. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't necessarily know I believe in that, but I do, I don't see a negative side to it. Remember I lost my wallet when I was jogging, back when I, I was do. doing jogging? I was on the trail, right? On the trail, in yeah. Ma- the Matawan Trail. I can't remember. Did I give those guys a reward? God, I hope so. <laughs> Please don't tell me you didn't. I legitimately don't remember if I gave oh, them a Oh, come on. How do you not remember? I don't. I don't remember. Which would tell me that you didn't. 
I bet I bet I had to have. Would you? Oh, I'd like to give you twenty. No, no, it's okay. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Although, did you put one of those? How was I? No, you know how was I going to give them a reward? I didn't have my wallet. They just gave it to you. Yeah, but I don't have cash in my wallet. Remember, uh, Jerry, I uh, keep yeah, my I, cash in another. Pocket. You could have gotten their Venmo. You could have. I don't think I way. gave those guys up. You could have asked for their address, at least their phone number, so you could contact them for something. No, I wish you were with me that day. Oh, These wow. were great ideas. You really didn't give them anything? I don't. I don't recall. Oh, <laughs> that is embarrassing. You want to go give them a reward? I got three dollars. Uh, guys, I've got three dollars here with me. I was going to get a soda, but uh, I guess you guys could have it. Wow. Maybe they turned it down. I don't remember. The fact that you don't remember tells me you gave them nothing. But I was in a full panic mode when I when my wallet was gone. Yeah. Well, because of the credit cards and the, you know. You know what's funny about that is when I was away last week, certain credit cards, no problem, they go right through. Other ones are like, nope, declined. <laughs> and you're getting text messages. Is this you? I mean, yes, it's me. I mean, can't you notice all the transactions prior to it? Right. And then randomly you go to get gas. I won't accept it. But it was no problem charging $1,000 here. But a thirty-two dollar yeah, gas thing, and it's it's texting me if it's uh, if it's a security breach. Like, come on! Every time I go into a Guitar Center to purchase uh, something, it always guitar picks. It always rejects it. Why? I don't know. I I don't know if uh, I have one credit card that always gets rejected if I try to buy like. Do you a, get the a, text though that you can approve it? No, I get an email, but I'm not. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I should set up the text. I need a better system. The texting is bad. The texting That's one better. does work quite well. Yeah, because it shoots it right to you. It is, and is it's instantaneous. You? Yes. yes, and you can give like, if you're at the gas station, if it doesn't work at three o'clock in the morning, or three o'clock in the afternoon, you're right. Case, you can hit approve and then give it right back to him, and it works. It goes right through. It does. Yeah. Here's an interesting story, Jerry. Diamondbacks make draft history, picking Jacob Steinmetz. He is believed to be the first known practicing Orthodox Jewish player to be selected by a major league team. Hey, good for you. That's great. Who knew we were keeping track of such things? I, I didn't. First known practicing Orthodox Jewish player. So does that mean, as I don't know, I don't know the religion. So Eddie, Eddie, you would know. Does that mean he won't play on Sundays? Saturdays. Oh. Saturdays he won't well, play? Well, it's actually from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Is that right? Okay. Ben, so wasn't it, it Sean Green of the Dodgers that didn't play on certain days? Uh, but those were only the High Holies. Okay. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Right. Uh, perhaps one of the Passover days, I'm not sure. But if you're Orthodox, it's every Shabbos. you got to shut it down. So he'll be on. Uh, he would he could think be, he'll be two unavailable. Games, two games a week. Well, like, yeah. If you're playing Friday, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, or even Saturday night. Wow. Yeah, interesting. He was uh, went in the third round, 77th overall. Great. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. I saw there was a pitcher from you, Ara from Red Bank Catholic in New Jersey drafted yesterday. Is that right? Who what team did he go to? <sighs> that I don't know, but I think he went in the third or fourth round. I think my son told me he throws a hundred. Nice. I can't imagine. Like if you throw a hundred miles an hour, I would think if you're seventeen or eighteen. Now I know I know minor league baseball. You you've got guys that can throw a hundred sprinkled all over the country. I know that, but I would think if you're in high school and you can throw a hundred miles an hour and you are just even a decent pitcher, I would think someone's drafting you. Right, because they feel like they could work on your mechanics. Yeah, and you can't it. teach that power. I would think that's pretty impressive. Do you think pitchers work out their pitching arm differently than their other arm? Mm-hmm. Like, do of course they, they do. Do they do curls Al, with both I, arms? I see it at the 10-year-old level. Guys will, yeah, break, I got you. Guys will show up with the armbands. Yeah. It's it's really, it starts early now. So, yes, that is true. So, why don't you tell us about your amazing place that you just bought oh, about a year ago? I'm so glad you brought that up, Jerry. I've been in that condo now for uh, over a year. It's already worth more than I paid for it. That's right, Jerry. It's worth more in just a year's time. So, stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low. And you do not need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, final break, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. But right now, we've got an Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on Shohei Otani. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We've got a couple more minutes. 
Nothing happened last night except Pete Alonso won the home run derby. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. You got a minute. What else you got? Well, I see, Jerry, that the Washington football team is not going to go with Warriors. No. Which, which I think is the one you liked. I did because I thought that fit seamlessly. But they said the team president said that they will have no uh, no linkage to Native Americans or anything like that. So they're going to just move forward in a new direction. Departing from any link to Native American Imagery, Jerry. Right. So that is gone. And I see that the uh, Tampa Lightning have broken the Stanley Cup. Like, yes, it's broken. They, they damaged it pretty well. They broke the bowl. <laughs> yes. The bowl on top is all dented it's in. It's now oblong. <laughs> it's not a bowl. <laughs> this is why they can't. This is like, oh, they'll fix it. It'll be fine. Are you kidding me? You they seen said, Nikita Kucherov? He was so drunk. It was tremendous. They said the original bowl was retired in 1970. So that's the bowl after that. So I guess they got to put another bowl. Well, they'll make a new one. But then it's not authentic. It's still the Stanley Cup. You got fake bowls. I guess. He was very cocky, though. Who was? Kucherov. He's, I saw him. He had this the Stanley Cup and the uh, Lombardi trophy. And the beer. And the Lombardi trophy. Yankees baseball. It's a grand slam. The Fan. WFAN and WFAN-FM. New York. An Odyssey station.